John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. John, it's the High Gain Podcast. It sure is the High Gain Podcast. What are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about guitars again. Yeah, that's cool. You're not uh, getting bored, are you? No, 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 no. I, it's a new guitar. We've never done one of these. We have not. Yeah, okay. So it'll be some new stuff. New guitarage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are we? In the midst of fall. Yeah. Beautiful West Seattle. Beautiful West Seattle. Hunkered down. Yep. I think it feels pretty all right out. It's very basement-y down here. Yeah. It's fall, and then winter hits December 20th, 21st, something like that. Well, I think our viewers want to know then, in light of this yeah. uh, seasonal information, Yes. why are you not wearing socks, Ed? Showing off some sexy ankle cleavage to yeah. John today. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually wearing socks. They're just... The fancy pants ones. Short is fancy pants? Yes, John. Yeah. They're very fancy. My feet can feel like they're in socks without anybody knowing I'm wearing socks. That's right. That seems kind of fancy. It's kind of fancy. I got these pants recently Uh because I decided that I'm middle age, 50 plus year old Oh, do they have a drawstring? No, I... uh... (laughs) I started watching my diet. Is there elastic in them anywhere? No. Diet and exercise. I've shrunk, which means I had to buy new pants. And then these new pants, I like them a lot, Uh but, you know, the cuff is a little high. Uh And so if I put on socks, they just look kind of weird. Oh, you got to totally do that. White socks. Yeah. I would look like a character in a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, you're right. I should go for that. Yeah, you totally should. Wes Anderson has that thing where, like, all his pants are way too short, you know. Ed and his Wes Anderson pants. Yep. What do you got there? Obviously, an electric guitar, right? Yes. 
I was going to do a thing mm-hmm. where I put a sock over the headstock and asked you to guess what it was. Yeah. But I was afraid maybe you had already been tipped off, so I knew it wasn't going to work. I was not tipped off anywhere. I can tell you right now, I would not have guessed what this guitar was and did not know that Taylor yes. made electric guitars. This indeed mm-hmm. is a Taylor solid body guitar. What model is this? Yeah. It is the Taylor solid body guitar. That's what they call it. <laughs> they only made one? They had different flavors of it. Okay. But the model is the solid body. Okay. That's it. So in all of the flavors, they all looked like this kind of a uh-huh. Les Paul Jr. single cut. Yep. Big old ass end on it. Yeah, it's got some junk in the trunks. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Beverages. Beverages, Ed. I love the Sex Pistols. Yes, me too. John and I were talking right before we recorded. That album holds up in just a really bizarre way. You could put it on and totally think, oh, this was recorded in 2019. Yes. The kids. The kids would still love it. In the future times, that song is going to sound amazing. Yes. You kind of, in the here and now, flubbed the lyrics. Yes. The good news is I would not have known what those lyrics were. And the double good news? Yeah. I'll bet Johnny Rotten wouldn't have given a shit. (laughs) Exactly. That guy's aged well. Yeah, he looks all right. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was speaking more from a, oh, my childhood influences have all turned into shit bags. That's too bad. Uh, Van Morrison. The Van Morrison thing is very disappointing to me. Yeah. I'm a huge Van Morrison fan. The thing that has always baffled me about him. Yeah. How do you write hundreds and hundreds of songs with the same three chords, but they always sound different? That guy can find a new melody anywhere. Yeah. Van Morrison's like, I got one right here in my back pocket. Yep. Cool. What are the chords? Same chords it ever is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do that? (laughs) By keeping vaccines out of your body. At least any modern day vaccines. That's right. You don't want to mess around with unintentional magnetism. Right. This is the Taylor Solid Body we're going to be talking about. Yeah. But we have our priorities. Okay. What are you drinking? Oh, oh my God. I'm drinking (laughs) beverages over here. Ooh. This is Crux Fermentation Project. Whoa. It's a non-alcoholic IPA. Wow. Yeah, brewed with citra and mosaic hops grown in the Pacific Northwest. It tastes like the real thing with a familiar mouthfeel. I do not like any marketing that contains the word mouthfeel. Yeah. That kind of just creeps me out. Why can't they say, like, authentic viscosity? Ugh. I don't want any of that near my mouth. I don't want any of those words near my mouth hole. Bespoke juiciness? Only 30 calories, John. Brewed in Bend, Oregon. Huh. And I got a black coffee. What about you, John? I've got a Joritos. 
Jaharitos. Jaharitos lime natural flavor soda. Yeah. I love these things. John. Yes. I'm sitting here watching you drink a soda, mm-hmm. play a guitar. Mm-hmm. You really need to put a picture of your new tattoo oh. on the Instagrams. Okay. It's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> Part of what I do in my life is photography. Yeah. Part of photography is knowing apertures. Yeah. I went ahead and tattooed them on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like taking the pictures. I like the cameras. I instantly knew what it was. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. I also have coffee, too. Yep. Okay, you want to know about this? Kind of. There's a few things out of the gate that jump out at me. Can I tell you what they are? Yes. It is very similar to the Les Paul that I actually like, which is the The Paul. Very plain. It's got a natural wood body, no finish on it. It's got a bigger pickguard than The Paul would have. Right. Goes up and over the pickups. Two pickups, two mini humbucker type. I thought probably mini humbuckers. They call them Style One. (laughs) Okay. Made by Taylor. So are these the exact same size a mini humbucker would be? Probably not because people like to be proprietary. Yeah. And then the bridge is really interesting looking. The bridge is fascinating. Also the neck, it looks like it must be a bolt-on, but... One bolt. One single bolt. And then that looks like, is it a five-way blade? On it the... is. Volume tone. Yep. Five-way selector switch. Huh. I thought not only the Les Paul type thing, but remember the Marauder? Totally. Is this a late 80s guitar? No, no, no. They made these in 2008 and then discontinued them in 2014. I was ready for you to say 2009. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Kind of a plain Jane. You know, they didn't go fancy. Did they have versions of this with like block inlays and binding? Yeah. So the flavors of this solid body Mm -hmm. were a custom and you could get either a koa or a walnut top. Okay. The standard, which is what this is, this is ash. Okay. And the classic, which was solid swamp ash with a transparent red finish. Okay. The reason I emphasize solid is because otherwise the other flavors are chambered. This thing is pretty light. Yeah. But maybe we should rewind a little bit to figure out what's going on with Taylor. Don't know shit about that company. Not really. Let's go back to 1972. Okay. Does anybody know that Taylor goes back that far? I find it unsurprising. They're an acoustic guitar company. 70s? Sure. An 18-year-old Bob Taylor gets a job down in San Diego at a guitar shop called American Dream. Okay. And he becomes friends with a fellow employee named Kurt Listig. Okay. Just two years later in 74, the owner of that store is like, I want to get out of this. I'm done. And so Kurt and Bob, along with another employee, are like, well, if we could rustle up some dough, would you just sell us the business? And the guy was like, yeah. And they bought it. Sure. Now they've got this place. They change it to Westland Music Company. Okay. I couldn't find, like, what that has to do with anything. But now they're, like, selling shit and building stuff their own selves. 1974. Great. When they decide, let's take these guitars we're building. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get some actual retailers There might have been like a brief two-minute window there where I was totally not paying attention to you. That could have been the case. Or there was a jump, and I'm not sure which it was. Either of them is a possibility at this point. Let's clarify. Yeah. 
they have a guitar store. Yes. You said guitar store. I did. Okay. And I'm thinking like our good friends at Thunder Road have a guitar store, right? And then you just said, hey, we're building these guitars. Oh, maybe I need to emphasize that more. Okay. Both of them were builders in addition to having a store where you could buy stuff. I may have not been paying attention, but that was not super clear to me. I think you're probably right. It would be if, like, our good friends at Thunder Road had a back room and there's somebody back there actually making guitars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the key point that I kind of yeah. missed. Okay, so these dudes are kind of luthiers. Yeah. Like, at 18, Yeah. now he's 20? Yes. So he's making acoustics. Yes. I don't know how many they're making. Early days like that, maybe not so many. Were they branded the guitar store or were they branded as Taylor? They had to figure that part out. Yeah. Listig. Yep. Uh, maybe it doesn't sound American enough. Listig. That's what they thought. So let's just call him Taylor. Yep. So Kurt turns into the business dude. Yep. And Bob is the luthier guy. Bob Taylor. Yep. And they try to get this thing off the ground. What is Bob doing these days? Oh, he's around. He's still at Taylor. Still building guitars. In 2021. Yep. What do you think happened? Were they bought? No. No. I think you're going to like this. They they merged? No. Okay. As of 2021. Yeah. They are fully employee owned. I think that's great. Yeah. I thought, oh, Ed's going to like this. Very into it. 100% employee owned. Okay, I'm going to go buy a Taylor guitar. I'm going to go buy a brand new Taylor guitar. I would just based on that. Did Bob Taylor just say, hey, employees, I will sell ownership of it to you? Like, this is very interesting to me. I'm going to have difficulty because I'm going to be sitting here thinking about how amazing it is. I know you will endeavor to do Uh, your best. I'm going to do the right thing, John. By 1981. Uh Uh-huh. They're making enough guitars and giving them to enough retailers to sell that they take out a loan to buy more equipment. That tells me maybe they're doing okay. And this is still in San Diego area, Taylor, California. Yes. Right. They would end up in El Cajon, California. Okay. That is the box in Spanish. Named for the box-like shape of the valley which surrounds the city. And then it says, also the origin of the city's common nickname, the box. Oh, the nickname is the American name. Isn't that just a translation? No, it's our nickname. Shut up. Okay. Okay, fine. Cool. So now we need to get into what leads up to this thing, this solid body. How do they even approach such a thing? You were still in the 80s. I was. You said this thing was 2008? I did. So it takes them 30 years to figure their shit out? It does. Okay. Some people over the years had asked Bob Taylor, Mm -hmm. are you ever going to make a solid body? And he was like, no. He resisted it for all that time until 2004. Okay. They've got a product engineer designer guy. His name is David Hostler. Okay. And they're trying to figure out how to amplify their acoustics more realistically. You've heard piezo pickups and acoustics, the ones on the bridge, they sound real kind of tinny and they're not entirely accurate. Mm -hmm. So David Hossler is told, make this acoustic sound as natural as possible, even when it's plugged into an amp. Hmm. He's going to need a partner for this. Who do they get? Roger Rossmeister. Have you ever heard of Rupert Neve? Sure, the Neve console. I think Pete Townsend's Neve console is for sale right now on Reverb. Everybody has recorded on Neve consoles. For sure. 
the Neve console that was used to record Nevermind, the Nirvana. Yeah. When that studio closed, Dave Grohl bought the console. <laughs> yeah. I've got to tell you, though, Ed, our man Rupert. Oh, no. He left the building just this year. Oh, no. 2021. He was born in 1925. 96. Is that right? Right. What did you say? I said born in 1925. 25. Died in 2021. 2021 to 25, right? There's four year difference between those two numbers, right? Yes. Four years. 96 plus four is 100, right? (laughs) He was 96, right? He was in the World War II, Rupert oh, Neve. Sure. And then post-World War II, he designed PA systems for Winston Churchill and Queen Elizabeth. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I thought. Yeah. Aside from the boards we're talking about that everybody has recorded on. Right. He is in the Mix Hall of Fame. He has a technical Grammy for Lifetime Achievement. Have you ever heard of Focusrite? Sure. He founded Focusrite with his lovely wife, Evelyn who, by all accounts that I could find, is still with us. I love it. That's so great. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. Hell yeah, Evelyn. They were married uh-huh. for 70 years. Solid run. Pretty good run. Yeah. So Rupert gets on board with David Hustler over at Taylor, and David lays a problem out like, Bob wants us to amplify an acoustic guitar in a way that makes it sound exactly like an acoustic guitar. So here's what they come up with. Instead of putting a microphone or a pickup or something inside the acoustic guitar, they put these dynamic body sensors. It's kind of like a plate on the underside of the guitar. There's one back towards the bridge. Mm -hmm. There's one up towards the neck. So as the wood vibrates, these plates vibrate, and they send those electrical impulses to an onboard preamp that Rupert designed. And then additionally, under the fingerboard, kind of, there's an actual magnetic pickup. A sensor in three different spots. To yeah, pick and up then the, the preamp is kind of blending them together in the right ways, depending on the frequencies it's reading from those vibrations. Yeah. Apparently, it was a super success. It was called the expression system. Okay. It's still in existence. You can get a brand new Teller guitar today. With the expression system in it. Okay. Based on the success of that, Mm -hmm. Taylor's saying, wow, we know how to amplify guitars now. You know what would be cool next? Maybe a semi-hollow, semi-acoustic. We could use this system. Maybe put an actual guitar pickup in it. Maybe you've seen these, Taylors, the T5 series. Doesn't sound like my thing. It's not my thing. Yeah. That was 2005. Based on that, I think they thought, now's the time. We've got the expression system. We figured out how to make a semi-hollow body guitar. Hey, David Hostler, I need you to make a solid body now. Now's the time. Take what you have learned working with our man Rupert Neve. Right. Figure out how we're going to do a solid body. Strike now. It seems like you know enough about pickups and magnetics and electronics and all that stuff now. Go. So, you mentioned the bridge. Yeah. If I flip this over, you see that there's a plate on the back. It's a fucking battery, isn't it? It is not. Oh, there's not a battery. There is not a battery. So imagine I'm going to route out a little bit off the top. Yep. Route out a little bit off the back. Yep. But there's still wood in there. Okay, I got you. So now you take a bezel and attach that to the little bit of wood that's left. Yep. And then in the back, there's another piece of metal. Attach it to the other side of the wood. You're making like a wood sandwich with these two pieces of metal. 
They're bolted together with wood in between, so they are solidly coupled to the body. Yep. If you take the back plate off, yeah. that is where you would intonate the guitar. Notice on the front, the saddles are a unit that go into that bezel I told you about. Three pieces. The saddle assembly. Yeah. The bezel that they yep. sit in. Yep. And then the controls on the back. This is all terrible, what you're telling me. Those adjustments that you make in the back to yeah. raise or lower or move forward or back the saddles, Yeah. since they're in the back instead of the top, there's no screws poking out for me to like snag my hand on. The bridge looks interesting and nice. Feel and it, Ed. Feel it. Feel those saddles. <laughs> That's great. From an industrial design standpoint, I dig it. It feels pretty good. Like, I can see how playing it would be a lot more comfortable than those sharp edges on saddles that you're used to. Sure. You want to hear some of it? Yeah. I am on the back pickup. In that position, position number one, it's just the bridge pickup. And I've got our 1981 DRV pedal set to minimum drivage. Yep. Maybe I should turn it off. Likewise, position five is the neck humbucker by itself. I will say in that neck position, still a little bright. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. In the middle three positions, that's where things get different. This is position number two, and what that gives you is the inner coil, both pickups. Cool, okay. In parallel. So they're both okay. on at the same time. Yep. Equally. Yep. Less trebly, I think. Yeah, weirdly. I think the polarity is different so that you essentially end up with a humbucker. Yeah. It does seem kind of weird, but yeah. there you have it. If you go to position number three, the inner coil of the bridge, okay, but the entire neck. Like tele-custom land, right? Not bad. Yeah. And then lastly, position number four, both inner coils again, but this time they are in series, one feeding into the other. Yeah. Yeah. Position number four with a little bit of overdrive on it. That's pretty good. done right <laughs> john has found himself on a new kick and i think i support this john kick yeah you've been buying these tc electronic yes single function pedals i don't even know what the line is called the line is called the smorgasbord of tone <laughs> and i don't know how many of them are still available but there might have been like 20 of them something like that Still available as in, like, still in production, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Okay, these are a few years old or something. Yeah. This thing is a three-knob delay. Time repeats mix. Just what you would expect. 
It's called the Echo Brain Analog Delay. Big metal box, sturdy as hell. Yeah. Minimal controls. Literally pedals that do one thing. True bypass, all analog. They've got chorus, vibrato, reverb, overdrive. They've even got a Juno 9 pedal. Yeah. It's got that non-clicky switch that I like a lot. That's good. I didn't actually look up the maximum delay time. Let me just throw out a number. 625 milliseconds. Okay. Guessing. Guessing. I said 625 milliseconds. 300 milliseconds is its max delay time. I like to like dive into menus and alt functions and all that kind of stuff and kind of sculpt and paint and do that. But for other stuff I do, I just want the thing that does that one thing. Yeah. And that's going to be it. If you were playing live or something and you just need a little delay and it's kind of bulletproof and if this thing dies, you can get another one for 40 bucks. You're welcome. Is there anything else about this weirdo guitar? There is, Ed. Oh. You noted also earlier yeah. that oh, the yeah. neck is attached with one bolt. Mm-hmm. How can that be? The shape of the neck is kind of like a W. The bottom points of a W fit into opposite-shaped slots in the body. Got it. So side to side, that thing's not going anywhere. There's no lateral movement, yeah. And... The neck pocket is carved at an angle. Okay. To maximize the break angle of the strings. Got it. So it's not in there level. It's just kind of hiked back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what else? You gotta try it. Try and decide. Is it hello or goodbye? Buy or deny? Buy or deny, Ed? Deny. Why? There's just nothing particularly interesting to me about it. The natural finish isn't really my thing. The big, huge pick guard isn't my thing. Expensive watch bands, not my thing. Like, (laughs) you know, it's weird because this particular version is like a very plain neck offset with this kind of fancy pick guard and very shiny chrome yeah i gotta be honest i haven't heard anything about the sound on this that makes me think oh that's just unusual enough that i want it nothing particularly jumps out at me 
I can appreciate the engineering behind the bridge and the neck joint, and that's all well and good. Yep. Honestly, that Norlin-era Sonics, Right. I think I'd just rather have one of those, just because they're kind of goofy and weirdo. This is also kind of goofy and weirdo, just not really in my particular way. It's a strange thing, isn't it? We continue to run across these guitars here and there that mechanically are super swell. Yep. It's got some great features on it. It's all put together. It's all there. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Yeah, just not my thing. Yeah. yeah. Double deny. Yeah, and that's it. So viewers, you can still find them. They're still reasonable. That's a plus. Yep. You're going to get an American guitar. Yep. So don't dismiss it out of hand. Sure. Past that, it's just preference. Our standard caveat. We're just a couple of dumb guys. Yeah, what do we know? Eh. So go on the web, look at the pictures. Yep. Check it out, read up on it. Let us know all the stuff we missed, because there's always lots of that. Yeah. Otherwise, come visit us. Sure. We're on the web, just like a lot of people are these days. Hit up that Instagram. We're at the high game. Yeah. You should also leave a review on that. Uh, on the iTunes? iTunes. Oh, that'd be great. You know, bang that like and subscribe. Man. We would appreciate that. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. Till the next adventure, Ed. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.